Good morning. It is 8.26, a little late for ANA at 8 this morning. I am Austin Gillentine. And I am Andrew Stevens. It is Monday, what is it? Monday, February 10th. A little quicker show today. Yeah, we had some car issues this morning. Yeah. It's Monday. Yeah. Come on now. So we're just going to jump in to the moments of the week first one moments of the weekend moments of the weekend <laughs> duke hitting a game-winning shot in overtime against north carolina Moment number two is we have another overtime game. Auburn finishing off their roaring comeback against LSU. That's a good game. Crazy basketball this weekend. Oh, yeah. And then we have the first touchdown of the new XFL. Bingo, bingo, go! Here's Seattle trailing by a field goal. Look at end zone, it is caught! Touchdown, Austin Kroll! On the dart from Silvers! And it's the first touchdown of this new XFL! I liked it. That crowd was into it. And... Kind of leading into the A&A Q&A, we had a bunch of XFL questions. Yeah, a we, lot of people liked it. Um, and we'll kind of help this lead into our XFL segment. We could just we could group. Kind of lump it all together a little bit. Okay, let's group these second and third questions together. Okay. After the first weekend of play, who is your favorite to win the XFL? Also, why did the Vipers suck this weekend and what changes need to be made? And then another Vipers question. Are you really surprised that a Mark Tressman coach team didn't do well? So, as far as my favorites, I really like. So let's do. Let's take one from um, each division. Each division. So gotta go with Houston. I think is Houston in the West. Yes. Yeah, you got Houston in the West with I think Dallas. Yeah, Houston, Dallas, Seattle, and L.A. Houston was the only team in the West to win. This weekend. Okay. And then you got the stacked East. I really like, I do really like Houston. They scored the most points. Uh, PJ Walker is a beast. He's going to light it up this year. Is he? Yeah. Early MVP pick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, The East is, th- three teams are 1-0. and Everyone except Vipers, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Yeah, for me, Houston looks good. DC looks pretty good. I dude, I think any of these, any of the three teams out of the East right now can win. Washington, New York, or St. Louis. St. Louis. I mean, is, Tampa Bay could too. St. Louis's defense is stacked. Yeah, they don't they have. So is so is New York's though. They held Tampa yeah, who, to three points. Yeah, there. Who was that safety that kept making big hits? I don't know who he was, but they, we saw a lot of big hits in the yeah, XFL, and they were all clean. Yeah. No penalties. Well, no. There was a oh, there, yeah, there, there, there was. was one unnecessary roughness penalty against New York. I um, think it might have been that safety. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, um, Mark Trestman, I will say, when he was with the Bears, Fire he, had, he, he made the Bears have their best offense in the decade. Fire Trestman. Um, <laughs> get him out of here after one game. I'm over it. Um, but, yeah, those would be my favorites. Why the Vipers suck. Their quarterback is awful. Yeah. It was like 45% completion percentage. It's time to sit Aaron Murray. <laughs> Already. The Aaron Murray experiment Maybe he was just nervous. Over. Maybe he was nervous. He Dude, hasn't started the game. He just, in. like, he has a clean pocket and he rolls out. Like, he was supposed you? to be, like, one of the league's best quarterbacks, yeah. too. I don't. Um, um, how long will, should we go to this other question? Yeah. How long do you think the XFL will last for? Do you think there will be more teams well, next season or if it will even continue? It will definitely continue. Because what they say, they're doing at least three seasons. Yeah. They have, because I think it's. They have 500 He put million. up enough money to get three seasons through, which I think is like $375 million, And then he's hoping to get a TV deal to start paying that off. Well, they have a TV deal. Like another one or something. Another one? Like an exclusive. Oh. I don't know how it works, but. Well, I mean. I think after one weekend, we've seen it's already more successful than the AAF was. It just has that different feeling. I think they found the sweet spot with some of these teams. I'm just talking about stadium-wise. I think the soccer stadium or the smaller-ish, like the 20,000-seat stadium is the real um, sweet spot. I like. Uh, I only think one team plays in an actual football stadium, right? It's just, the, it's just New York, right? Yeah, MetLife. And it was just like there were the same amount of people in MetLife. It just looked like worse because there were so many empty seats Mm -hmm. and i think it also like um in houston and in dc the crowd sounded louder because they were more compact and closer to the field you know so i think if you get all these teams in a stadium like that that it'll look and it'll sound better yeah because metlife i think they only sell like a certain amount of seats yeah but i mean they were still loud in new york they were more spread out so it like didn't sound as loud but yeah i definitely think they have a different feel than the aaf did um they do the kickoffs are kind of weird but i like them for the league i think they're cool i i saw i think if like tyreek hill was back there he'd probably have like 10 touchdowns a year i like the you can hear the replay official and see what they're looking at i like that yeah because then you can see what oh either choosing thing yeah the interviews right after a player kind of weird yeah uh it made us see our first f-bomb of xfl right away um we had a guy get ejected for punching someone in the face (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i wanted to see that interview hey why'd you punch him in the face (laughs) i liked last night the for was it st louis they had that perfect punt Oh, Market King, yeah. In the downed it in the and end. Pat McAfee was going wild. I'm gonna go talk to that guy who ruined the perfect punt. <laughs> and he just goes up to him and he's asking him about it. And he's like, the dude was obviously pissed off. You could tell. He was like, oh man, like he knew he screwed up. And he's gonna that's ha- the thing with this league. You're gonna have to like deal with this kind of like talking about the play, even if yeah. you made a bad play right, right after. Tell me why you why you threw that pass right there. I don't know. How does it feel to get benched? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, Aaron Murray, how does it feel being benched after one game? <laughs> um, all right, really quick, we'll do we'll do the baseball question. Okay. Season starts March 26th. Which team could we see having that Minnesota Twins type out of nowhere winning season? So it's I, hard. I would say. 
I don't know if this would be out of that, nowhere, but maybe the White Sox. But that wouldn't really be out of nowhere, right? Because they have the talent. It's hard to say out of nowhere because uh, you don't. You're not supposed to see it. Like yeah, you, it's just kind of like a. It, you don't see it coming. Um. So you got, you got to think probably a team with under what. 70 wins. Well, I mean, then you could... Well, no, the Twins were 78 and 84 the year before, but they still did a lot You could go with the Angels, better. but there's hype around them just because they yeah. signed Joe Madden as their manager. Um, I mean, I would say the White Sox, but they've made moves. It's hard because baseball, it's like you can't get better just by having the same team. Right. You can't just go... Like football, you know, you have a bad year, but then the next year you're really good for some reason. I would say the White Sox, the Angels. Oh, the Reds. <laughs> the Reds have they made like two or three moves. I yeah. can see the Reds. But see, that's the thing. Anyone who makes moves is then on the radar, you know. So yeah, it's it's tough to say. The Tigers. <laughs> the Mariners. The Orioles, bro. They're back. Yeah, because you could say that about anyone, and they could just have a surprising year. Yeah. But. So. If you, if I'm being realistic, White Sox, Angels, Reds, yeah. give me that. Yeah, because the first team that came to mind would be White Sox, even though they, they're kind of like being pushed into that. Oh, they're gonna start improving now. Um, but yeah, that's okay. what I say. XFL. XFL. More talk about so XFL. So the XFL is pretty big. It's it, pretty cool. It it feels like kind of it helps you move on from the NFL a little quicker. I mean, I don't really move on from it in terms of, like, off-season. Right. But I know a lot of people are like, okay, this is over. I want to watch football again. Um, I think the games were – there were a couple blowouts, but Seattle and D.C. was close for a while. Yeah. St. Louis and Dallas was a low-scoring battle. Um, Two touchdowns in that game. <laughs> I like the extra points. It it leaves scores kind of like you saw a lot of six to three or like yeah, twelve and to it six. Like, Plus, even if you're down nine, it's still a one score game technically. Right. Even if you're down eighteen, it's a two score game. Did anyone try an onside kick? No. Okay. What's the uh, is there a difference? It's the uh, fourth and fifteen, right? Is it? Are they doing that? I don't know. I think that's how they're doing it. Like the NFL proposed. Um. But no, I like it because you could score eighteen points on two possessions. Yeah. Uh, we saw, obviously, it's going to be a little sloppy with each team playing their first game together. I think, I looked in it, I think they there was an average of 62 plays per game for each team, which would fall about 18, 20 in the NFL. But I like that the play clock's at 25. Yeah. I like speeds the, it up the actual play calling. I like the comeback mechanic that they have built into the game. In the two-minute warning, when even if the play ends in bounds, oh yeah, I saw the that. clock stops until five seconds has run off the uh, the play clock, which is kind of cool. So what um what Pat McAfee was talking about last night on the Seattle Dallas game was in the NFL, if you get to the two-minute warning and you have a first down, and the other team has no timeouts, then you can run the clock out. In the XFL, I know it's not a big difference, but if you have a first down and the team has no timeouts. It needs you need to. There needs to be a minute twelve on the clock for you to run it out. Oh yeah, because twenty five seconds. Yeah, plus it's actually twenty seconds. Twenty seconds per play. Oh yeah, 
So yeah, it, it makes you play offense a little bit different in those situations. Right. Um, but yeah, I like, what was it? Yeah, the kickoffs are, it, they're weird when you look at them. Like, you see everyone down at the end. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to see how, like, the only one person can move and then it starts. Because we saw a lot of them break for a lot of yards. Yeah, there was a few that I thought were going to go back. I'm waiting for the first uh, return. But, see, it incentivizes the kickoff because if you, if you don't kick it to the 20. It goes all the way back to the 45. The, yeah. The other team's 45. Right. But then if it's a touchback, it goes up to the 35. Like, And if it's out of bounds, I think it goes to the 35 or is it the 45 too? Yeah. So like you can't just kick it short or kick it out of bounds. You got to let them try it. But I mean, you could just take the touchback. But I mean, that's something that will come in time with analytics. It's like what are what are the players averaging when they take the ball? Then what are they averaging when it's a touchback, you know? Do do they get past the 35 most of the time when they take it then? If so, yeah, we'll try and get a touchback. It's a C. But yeah, I think they're doing everything right so far. People are interested. All a lot of the the merch online is like sold out. Yeah, I saw that. Or like a lot of sizes are sold out. So they're making they're gonna be making money on and this. And like stuff. I think tickets are pretty cheap too. I was looking yesterday at like some of the St. Louis ones and they were like twenty four bucks for cheapest ones. Um Yeah, I I like where it's going. It has a lot of traction, I think. They'll have a couple of years. I don't know if they'll expand. Because the, the way you look at it, if the if they actually made a, like a deal with the NFL as like a minor league type of system, there's eight teams. Each team could have like four NFL like feeder teams. So like players can be signed to that team but by here, region kind of. Here's, um, but I think they kind of want to be their own league. Right. But I'm saying they could capitalize off of taking talent from, like, high school and people in college who want to make money. Yeah. Instead of, like, being exploited by the NCAA, they come into the XFL and they play for three years. They make a little – they make a decent amount of money, like a little bit amount of money. And then after three years, they can declare for the draft. So the XFL can capitalize on – Signing these players to three-year deals. Just a matter of will that happen. I mean, if kids want to make money. Yeah. Because what's their rules right now for college, for XFL? What do you mean? Is there, like, any rules about if they have to play college ball? No. I think it's just three years removed from high school. That's the rule. Yeah, because if you think about it, imagine, like, someone getting drafted out of the XFL, not even playing college football. That's where we could be heading, though. Is they want to they if they want to pay these high school kids money to play football, and it, they're going to get national exposure just as if they were on a college team while they're making money and they don't have to go to school. Right, and I think the average salary they said is fifty five thousand. Right, and which it could be more if you're a quarterback, like a top ten player, yeah. like because I thought I think quarterbacks can make up to five hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, Plus yeah, game, I'm all plus game that. checks, uh, act, activation That's bonus, true, yeah. game, win bonus. Like, Yeah, plus it seems like on defense we saw a lot of like hits because guys haven't played in a while, yeah. and they're just like hungry to play. Yeah. Like it, you saw people were fired up 
Um, and it's just a fun league to watch. I know there's people out there who are like, oh, I only watch NFL. I don't want this league to succeed. Right. It's like, why not? Like, it's fo- it's more football. And it can give us a better football video game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 2K, if you're listening, get on it. Make an XFL <laughs> game. I want to be able to s- just give me the ability to make my own teams, league realignments, drafts, um, deep franchise at least 100 years. Um Offensive coordinators, defensive all that, coordinators. Coaching trees, in-depth stats. Um, you can make your own playoff like formats. Give me all that stuff. And team branding. Yes, like like two cre- K. Like create a team, team branding, in-depth owner mode. Like give me all that stuff. Like I That's can make, what the people want. I, w- I want to make my own stadium. So I was doing a little research, and then we'll talk about players after this because I really want to talk about it. The XFL. A couple months back, I posted on their Instagram story. I saw that. What would you want to see in an XFL game? And they reposted answers talking about deep franchise. Did you watch that video? Yes, I did. Why there should be an XFL yeah, yeah, video yeah. game? Yep. And I was like, yes, dude. Yes. Yeah, I just watched that by uh, Soft Drink Sports. Yeah. Yeah. He has some good stuff. So. If you're listening, shout out to you for your YouTube. Give <laughs> us the game, dude. Oh, also one thing. When Houston scored their first touchdown in history, the announcer said, touchdown, Renegades. No. Yes. And it's it's the Roughnecks. No. Yeah, they, I, I was watching that. I was like, wait, they're not playing. Yeah, the announcer just goes, touchdown, Renegades. Rip. Speaking of Houston, we'll talk about three the three players who impressed us this weekend in, in the week XFL. week one. Yep. So I'm going to go with this. I'm going to say this is this league's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, that's PJ bold. PJ Walker. He was former Colt. He was throwing dimes all over the field. He was rolling out, and then dude, he had this crazy run. He was running. It looks like he was about to scramble, and then he just launches it at the line of scrimmage, like yeah. on the run. He's got a cannon. Perfect throw. <laughs> like, yeah, he was making some really nice throws. He ran a little bit too. He ran for twenty six yards. Yeah, I, I mean. mean I think what we saw in the XFL is a lot of, like, spraying the ball out to see who is going to get more snaps. Yeah. Because I don't think we had any 100-yard rushers. I think there was one 100-yard receiver. Yeah. And you saw, like, a lot of people getting the ball. But I like P.J. Walker, and that's someone I may – I'm just going to keep watching. And if I the only reason I'm going to watch a rough next game is to watch Walker go off. I think he could be the MVP this year. Yeah, because they're going to do awards like that, right? Yeah, I think so. They better. Do you want me to do my first player, or do you want to keep going with yours? We just do them all. Okay. Three. So, I'm going to steal yours. Oh, no. Austin Prohl, first player in the XFL to have two receiving touchdowns in a game. That one was nasty. I don't know if you saw it. Where the he, first one? Or no, no, the, no, second, the second one? one. Oh, yeah, when he ran on the sideline. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a 50-yard touchdown. It was so good. It looked like it was just going to be a little, like, first down, kind of get a couple chunk of yards to keep the ball moving, and then he just made two guys miss, and he was gone. Get him a QB, and he's going to be dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I like their QB, Seattle. Silvers? Yeah. He he has he just had issues with completions. Yeah. But. And then I'm going to use this player impressed thing to talk about what I think should happen <laughs> with my Tampa Bay Vipers. Quentin Flowers, whenever he was in the game at all, the offense was better. They, The offense was 
more spread out. It was more diverse. The team, the, the defense didn't know what was coming because if you have him in there, you have options, you have zone reads, you have even just you can slot him out wide. I'm saying even just when he was on the field and Murray was at quarterback, they were doing like sweet play actions from wide receiver to him or then they were handing it off to him. You need to have him on the field at, uh, almost every time. Like if you're going to put him at quarterback and do this wildcat um, zone read option type of thing, that's cool. I think he can throw the ball, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, didn't he? He had a completion of like 30 yards. Yeah. On his only completion. Something and he like had, that. He's more mobile than Murray. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Quentin Flowers should be the starter from here on out. I don't know if Tressman's going to pull the trigger that quickly <laughs> on the quarterback position. Probably not. But give him a he'll give him a couple more. Games. I'd say give Aaron, I guess say give Murray the first half of the next game. But that's the thing. There's only a ten game season. You got to make a right decision quick. You can lose two games and be fine. I'm sure you could lose five games and be fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. In the East, well, we yeah. got three teams undefeated so far. So. Will there be an undefeated team this season? Maybe. There could be. There's. There, I mean, that's the thing, though. There's only four undefeated teams after one week. Right. Because you only got eight, eight teams. All right. Uh, I'll do my three players who impressed real quick. Cardell Jones looked like the best quarterback this weekend to me. I don't know about that. I, I just think, I mean, he. I think he had the best completion percentage of all quarterbacks this weekend. How many yards did he throw for, though? 235. P.J. Walker throw for like three hundred. Uh, two hundred seventy-two. Oh, I don't know. Cardale looks like he's the MVP of this league so far. I mean, it's only one game, two touchdowns, no picks. He had a nice touchdown that trick play that was really awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Cardale. he just looks really good. He never started an NFL game, which I was surprised at actually. And also, he's never won a game he started in. I mean, he's never lost a game he started in. Really? He was 12-0 and in college, or 11-0, and something like that. Uh, my other player, we already, ta- we already talked about Austin Prohl. He had two touchdowns, the first XFL touchdown. His dad played in the NFL. He's got a good name, too, a good yeah. first name. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> uh, and then my other player is Nelson Spruce. He had the only 100-yard game. This weekend, he had 11 catches, 103 yards, no touchdowns, but small bright spot for LA. Former Bears practice squad player. Oh, look at that! I have a connection. You had someone that you could have had. Look at that. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, that's my three players that impressed. I think we should keep that. Maybe we'll keep that for each XFL recap. Top Uh, players of the week. But yeah, Friday we'll do our XFL preview of the weekend. All right, Vipers, we're going to turn it around this week. We're going to start Quentin Flowers, and Tressman's getting fired. So let's go. That would be an eventful week. (laughs) Mark Tressman's going to be the first coach in history to be fired in the CFL, the NFL, and the XFL. (laughs) Hey, he won a championship in the CFL, didn't he? Yeah. Could he bring one to the XFL? Not if he doesn't make the whole season. Tampa is – he sent me that meme this morning or last night. Tampa likes – QBs who throw picks. Yeah, when there's um, there's a new <laughs> there's a new sheriff in town, Jameis. His name is Aaron Murray. I don't think he'll throw thirty picks in a ten game season. <laughs> That'd be impressive, but it's three a game. Bring Jameis to the XFL. He'd probably be the MVP. You know, you're probably right. 
<laughs> and that's the thing I think about too is will guys think about like kind of mid to low like mid not low mm. but like mid level guys be like hmm I could go to the XFL and ball out and be a star and make more money like I mean you you'd be talking about like undrafted players third stringers cuz at minimum an NFL contract during the regular season is like what 600,000 now 535,000 right, what I'm saying is let's say the the Buccaneers are like, yeah, we Jameis, you're the backup now. We don't want you to start. He is guaranteed some of that money. And then let's say he's like, you know what? I don't want to play in the NFL anymore. I retire <laughs> from the NFL. So then he retires. He's still guaranteed some of that money, and then he goes and plays in the XFL. I don't think. It, I think once you retire, you it gets voided. Well, whatever. But he, he, yeah, he wants to start. He wants to play. So then he balls out in the XFL, and then some team will Becomes sign Becomes an XFL legend. And then some team signs him in the end. Like, here's what I'm saying is guys have leverage. Like, if they want to, like, play and show their skills, they could just say, you know what? No, I'm not going to take this. And I think that's why we might see it, ex- the XFL expand if this is a really good and season. And if there's more players and there's more market and, and players come over and they want to watch these players play, the contracts can get bigger. I think right yeah. now they're being very conservative on what they pay the players just because they don't know. They don't want to dig themselves a hole. Right. But if the league gets big and you have these guys coming over and really just making the game bigger, the league bigger, you can pay these guys more money. Okay, that's enough. That's also, I think right now I like how it's only eight teams because you can pretty much watch every game in a weekend yeah. if you want to. Like, Because it's only four games a weekend. There's no bye weeks. I think it's a good amount right now. I think 16 might be good in the future. Yeah. But I like how it's kind of a smaller league. Okay, we have eight minutes left. Eric Weddle retired. Rip. Not Hall of Famer? No. No. Oh, no? Very good. Hall of very Hall good. of very good? Yeah. Maybe in someday. Maybe in like 2060 he'll make it. Dak Prescott's delusional. Breaking news. He wanted. He, got, <laughs> he turned down $33 million a year. That would have been fifth in the NFL. I think he probably said, hey, Jared Goff's making this. Why can't I? Well, he wants. He probably wants thirty six. Mahomes is gonna get forty. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> uh, no doubt. Next show we're gonna do power rankings for college basketball. Yeah. Just didn't get time today. We are gonna do quick picks right now. Quick picks. All basketball. What did I? How did I go? I'm still winning. Yeah, you went three and two last week. I went two and three. So I am nine and fifteen, and you are eleven and thirteen. Oh, you got a two-game lead. The the lead's just it's stretching. It's stretching out. <laughs> I mean, technically, that's a four-game lead. Well, because I'm up on you in the loss and the win column. I mean, if I get one over you, though, I, I go. Well, well, no. Mm. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll dive into these picks. Uh, first one, men's college basketball this number is a tough one. number eight Florida State, twenty and three, at number seven Duke twenty and three tonight six p.m. Seminoles. I'm gonna take Duke coming off that big win against North Carolina. They got out coached by a really bad team. Yeah, but it's a rivalry. I know, but I they, just want to say that was gonna be my game of the week last week, and then I changed it and, and out coached. They're going to get upset in the tourney this year. No doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about it. They got it. them ranked number one in BPI. Duke? Yeah. 
I got Duke in this one. Oh, also, I want to quote you from last show. Change. It's going to be a bad game. Well, I thought it was Duke, gonna, North Carolina. See, here's the thing. I thought it was going to be a blowout because, you know. That's North what Carolina's it, bad. That's what, yeah, that's what it should have been. And that just shows that. The rivalry. rivalry. No. That just shows the power of the rivalry. Duke is bad. <laughs> Numbers. Duke bad. Duke bad. <laughs> Out first round. Number 16, Michigan State at number 20, Illinois, tomorrow night at 8. Ooh. And these rankings are definitely going to be different because didn't Michigan State just lose twice this week? I think so. And Illinois is definitely going to drop down to like 22. Um. Yeah, they just lost to Penn State, number 22 Penn State. And Michigan. And Michigan. So they're dropping out. They're probably be unranked. And Wisconsin. Game. They've they've lost three straight. Give yeah. me Illinois. Yeah, they're they're dropping out. Give me Illinois. Yeah, me too. Tomorrow night, NBA. Celtics at Rockets at eight thirty. Who you got? Give me the let's see. I think Last time I picked against the Celtics and they they won, so my luck I'd pick them and they they would lose, right? Uh, I'll, I'll take the Celtics. Give me the Rockets, small ball baby. <laughs> They're gonna win with their what six five center. Yep. <laughs> Wednesday night, Heat at Jazz at eight p.m. Two teams that are number four in their respective conferences. I like the Jazz. I'm going to take, let's see, literally both have 34 wins. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to take the Heat, Iguodala time. Does he play? Does he play in this game? Has he played yet? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I'll take the Heat. All i got to right. go against you. Then our last game is some co- is some women's college basketball, number five, Louisville. 21 and 3 at number 7 NC State 22 and 1 Thursday night at 7. I'm going to take NC State in the upset even though they have one loss. It's not even an upset. There's number 7. <laughs> Technically it's an upset. Okay. Give me give me the Cardinals. Louisville. Uh yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take NC State. They only have one loss and that's against North Carolina. That's fine. They they have one ranked win against Florida State. What about Louisville? I'm kind of scared now. <laughs> what about Louisville? They have one. They lost to Florida State. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll stay with NC State here. That's fine. You can. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm gonna go five and zero. Oh. Not mad. Five and zero. Not. Not I got I got to make up some ground here. If I went 5 and 0, oh, could I pass you up? No, because <laughs> I think we have a like a couple same or at least one. I think we'd be tied. We both picked Illinois. That's it, I think. So I think we'd be tied if you went 4 and 1 and I went 5 and 0. Oh. And if I went 1 and 4. Oh. Yes. No, I'd be ahead by two games if I Really? Happened. Yeah. Cuz I'd be 14 and 15 and you'd be 12 and 4 12 and 14 and f- yeah I'd be 14 and 15 you'd be 12 and 17 well I'm going 5 and 0 oh, so we're both going 5 and 0 oh. you heard it here first 
Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this week. Yeah. It was a shorter. It was a shorter it, show. It'd be like that sometimes. It do. So they say it be like that sometimes, but there's also the times that it it don't. <laughs> that it don't be like that. The wise wisdom of a eight eight. So Friday we will have a full NBA All Star Weekend preview. I'm excited. Little, I'm excited for that. A little longer on Friday. Yeah. Just because there's so start much. Start a little to talk earlier, about. maybe. Mm. Go a little later. Go start. Maybe do an hour and a half. So yeah, hour and a half, and then since we, could, we missed an ha- missed a half hour yeah, here yeah. today, and then we can maybe go to two if we we're feeling it. Yeah, because we'll do an XFL weekend preview. We'll do NBA All Star Weekend, college basketball power rankings. Yeah. Maybe talk a little NBA. Well, we got All Star Weekend. If anything happens in NBA, NFL. Uh, we'll have probably NFL free agency preview coming up next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, we do want to do like a trivia show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like an hour long. We just answer trivia questions yeah. and see who can get the most right. Yeah. That would be fun. I think fun. we could maybe pull it up like, like maybe find a trivia like website Site. or something. Just have like random questions come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's all the time we have. Oh, we are over. It is nine o'clock. We are over again. <laughs> we are always over, never under. We're always giving you. We're always so always bet on the over. Always bet on the over when we're coming into this. When we're coming <laughs> into the show, the over, the time. What do we, what do we have our time set at? An hour? Is it always an hour? Yeah. Well, I guess technically we're under, but we're always over. Yeah. Okay, you've been listening to A and A on eighty eight point three. The dog. I am Austin Gillentine. and I am Andrew Stevens. Have a good week. We'll see you on Friday.